welcome to Get Into Flow, the podcast all about shifting your mindset, identifying new perspectives, and taking action to inspire the kind of change in your life that will allow you to live unapologetically true to you. A life that you can look back on with pride and no regrets. I'm Sabrina, a mindset coach, and I'm committed to helping you build courage and confidence to take the next step on your journey of self-development and healing. Are you being too nice? Is that even possible? Oh, yes, it is. You're constantly trying to please others at the expense of your own happiness. If you find yourself in a pattern where you're always putting others before yourself, their needs and wants are being met instead of yours, and maybe you're feeling like your energy is being drained, like you're being taken advantage of, or maybe even you're feeling resentful. Well, self-confidence expert Dr. Aziz Gazipura argued that niceness is based on the following inaccurate formula. Quote, If I please others, then others will like me, love me, shower me with approval, and everything else I want. End quote. The fear of disapproval is real, my friends. It makes you do things that are not authentic to yourself. It makes you do things you don't want to do. It stretches you to the point where you maybe don't even recognize yourself anymore. All this because you're trying to be liked. You're trying not to upset someone else. You're trying to keep the peace, but you're not being yourself. You're not being true to who you are and you're inner conflict becomes so loud that at one point you have to start listening because you feel like you can no longer just show up and be who you want to be, that you're showing up because you need to be who others want you to be. And the thought of disappointing someone or letting someone down causes you anxiety and stress because at the end of the day, for you in your mind, you feel like that equals I am unliked, I am unloved, I am nothing, I am unworthy. And that causes you to repeat this cycle of just needing to please others. If this resonates, if this is landing with you and you recognize yourself in this kind of pattern of behavior, trust me when I say you are not alone. So many people suffer from the need to please others, from being too nice. And I myself speak from experience. That's why this topic is really important to me because I am a self-diagnosed recovering people pleaser. I'm someone who went from always having to say yes because of the fear of saying no and what that means, how I will be perceived, and I need to just show up for everyone and I need to help everyone and Obviously, that took a toll. So going from that to then learning how to set some boundaries and how to start saying no, well, that was quite the challenge. And I want to talk to you about it because it, although was challenging, changed my life for the better. And if I can benefit from it, I'm sure that someone else who's listening is saying, oh my goodness, I could totally relate to this. And I definitely need help when it comes to people pleasing and to start putting my foot down and to start owning my beliefs and my values and my opinions and say no when I need to. So in my journey, let me tell you, the road to recovery was quite bumpy. Not only did I feel like I wasn't able to express my needs when I was saying yes to everyone else, but I also felt exposed because I was unable to hold any boundaries. 
The fear of disapproval was overpowering and kept me stuck in the cycle of putting others' needs before mine. As the cycle continued, my resentment grew and I was coming close to the point of it having ruined some of my close relationships. So I needed to make a change and fast. I began to set some boundaries because I was told that's the best thing to do. So great, yeah, let's set some boundaries. But the moment I began to say no, I was met with resistance. Well, of course, because people were not used to me saying no. But more than that, the problem that I faced was I didn't know how to say no with kindness and compassion. Why? Because I was still caught up in the resentment. I was stuck in the feeling of I'm being taken advantage of and I reacted from that feeling. So of course, when I said no or I tried to set and hold boundaries, I was doing so with energy that was vibrating so low that everyone around me was just kind of like, what's her problem, right? So I was doing it from a place that was not too healthy or did not allow me to express myself in the best way possible. And a lot of us get caught in this trap where, you know, we reach this breaking point or we reach a point where we feel so undervalued and we feel like we're being so taken advantage of, we feel resentful, and then we lash out and we react because the emotion takes over. So in that case, I needed to understand that I had to step back, I need to let the emotion pass, and then when I had to say no to someone or when I had to set and hold a boundary, it needed to come from a place of love and kindness and compassion. So if the saying no wasn't scary enough, I needed to figure out a way to say it in a way that the person on the receiving end would understand. Now, I can also argue that I'm not responsible for how they interpret or understand, but I am responsible for how I communicate. And if I communicate with the best intentions, if I communicate from the kindness of my heart and I do so in a way that's going to value my needs, but also honor our relationship, then I can only hope that that person's going to understand and going to honor and respect my decision. If they don't, well, that's a whole other scenario that we have to discuss when it comes to does this person truly listen to you? Are you being seen and heard? Do they really honor and respect you? But let's not get into that today. Let's just say that you are responsible for how you communicate and then how they receive it. You know, it, it depends on their state of mind. It depends on where they're at, because if they're in a low vibration frequency, then they're definitely going to receive it not in the best way. So if you can set the tone and set the energy with your vibrations and come in with love and kindness and compassion, then hopefully they can match your energy and you can move through with kindness and grace and still salvage your relationship. Because at the end of the day, it's really about keeping the relationships that you have. Boundaries are there to be able to create the optimal distance at which you could love both yourself and that other person, where both your needs are being met, where no one is being taken advantage of, and you can really have the best relationship uh, or the most equal relationship. It's not one-sided. And the fact that boundaries keeps coming up 
and has been coming up for quite some time in my personal life with my clients and just in general leads me to believe that it is a topic that needs to be explored so much further. And don't worry, I got you. I'm working on something. I'm going to announce it as soon as it's ready. But I do have some ideas on how we can dive deeper into boundaries because it's so important for your health, for the health of others, for the for your relationships, for friendships, family, romantic partners, work. There's so many different areas where you need to start implementing boundaries if you haven't done so already because it's something that you know, people pleasers or people who feel like they're just being depleted and their energy is being drained, often the cause is that we haven't set some clear boundaries. So stay tuned. Just want to throw that in there because it is a hot topic. But let's continue on the idea of being too nice. So here's the reality. Being not nice or what you consider to be not nice because you say no is actually being true to your authentic self. So in a situation, in a scenario, if you feel like you're holding back from expressing yourself or someone asks you to do something and it goes against your beliefs or you really don't have the time, um, you're trying to make an exception because you're afraid that saying no will be perceived in a negative way or you just don't want to let the person down. You don't want to disappoint anyone. You don't want to cause conflict. So you're trying to go out of your way in your already busy day of your charge schedule to make some time for what this other person needs. You're not honoring your own needs. Your authentic self, the minute you feel a little bit of resistance, it tells you that there's something wrong with this request. And the easiest way to ask yourself is, if it's not a hell yes, let's do this, I'm excited, or like no problem, I'll come and help you, then it's a hell no. And the hell no is often met with resistance, meaning there's something in your body that's holding you back, that's physically stopping you from going forward in a hell yes kind of way. And that resistance is telling you that you're going against what you really want to do. And you're not listening to yourself. And when you actually act on your mind's interpretation of, I need to be nice, I need to please others, then your body is going to feel that resentment and it's going to definitely come out greater and later on, like I was describing for myself, the feeling of I've reached that point where I'm going to lash out because I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. And we don't want to get there. So let's reframe and let's say that niceness is it doesn't exist, right? You're just, you got to be true to yourself. Kindness exists, but being nice, P.S., you know when someone compliments you, oh, you look nice. I feel like that's such a vague compliment because what does that even mean? Oh, they look nice. Or you were talking about someone's personality. Oh, yeah, they're a nice person. Think about that for a second. What does that actually mean? It doesn't tell us much about that person. And if that's the only thing they have going for themselves, that they're nice, hmm, well, now that we know what really is meant by being nice, or when people are acting nice, it's because maybe they're trying to please others, then what that tells me about that person is that they're not true to themselves right? So we need to look at it from this point of view now and also say that nice or being nice is not ideal. Nobody wants to just be nice. You want to be reliable. You want to be 
uh, kind, you want to be considerate, you want to be so many other characteristics. But nice, let's remove that from our list of what we want to be. And when we do that, we're saying to ourselves, you can let go of the need to be nice because that's for others' sake. And now just be true to yourself. Doesn't mean that I'm going to be arrogant, that I'm going to be mean, that I'm going to be spiteful. It's about knowing what you want. It's about knowing what your limits are and then communicating them in the most kind way that you can. So that's where kindness comes back again. So communicating your needs, saying no when you truly feel like it's a no and saying it with assertiveness, not aggression, but being assertive, being compassionate, saying no, and also avoid the need to make excuses. That's another thing. When we start to shift and start to say no, we immediately feel guilty because we're not used to it. So then we look for excuses. Oh, I I wish I could, but you know, I need to do this and I'm not quite sure. Like, It almost makes it worse for everybody because then it really looks like you're scrambling and you're trying so hard to make it I know you're trying so hard to make it happen and then you really can't, so you're trying to let the person know that you're trying really hard, but it's just not possible. But at the end of the day, I feel like that person's going to appreciate you being like, I really can't this time, I'm sorry, but let me know for another time. Leave it at that. You don't need to give them a novel of why you can't. Just say, I'm really sorry I can't, or if you feel the need to give a little more information, go for it, but don't feel the need to over-explain or defend yourself because then that goes against your true values as well. So let's learn to say no with conviction, with assertiveness, without aggression, with love and compassion. So again, saying no, honoring yourself, honoring your needs, stepping away from the need to please others and be nice and just be yourself. And in that, you're actually going to help the person If you're trying to make something happen and you really can't and then you don't show up because you really couldn't but you didn't want to say no because you didn't want to disappoint them but then you didn't show up anyway and then you really did disappoint them, well, that's a worse scenario, right? So let's start by just simply learning to say no. I invite you to do that. If this is an area in your life where you need some help, I invite you to start by saying no or just listening, listening to yourself. What is it that you need? Is it a hell yes or is it a hell no? There's no gray area in that. Usually it's very, very clear. It's our mind that tries to complicate it or tries to make it happen. So I invite you to connect with yourself, connect with your body, with your heart, and really listen to what your body and your heart wants to do. Your mind is going to have 85 other reasons why you should or you shouldn't. That's why. Let's remove ourselves from that and listen within. What is your intuition saying? What is that little voice, that gut reaction? That's what we need to be listening to. Start small. Maybe start with things that are less significant. And you gradually build the muscle of confidence to be able to say no to those bigger things that you know will maybe have an impact on the the immediate reaction of that person. They it might rub them the wrong way. They might be like, what do you mean no? And and But eventually, I trust, and I hope you will too, that they will get over it. Or they will understand that you're being honest with them and that you really can't. But that it doesn't mean that you're not a good person and you will be there for them next time if you can be. 
So learning this and implementing this was definitely a game changer for me. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it. No, no, nothing's perfect. But definitely this is a huge work in progress for me. This is something that takes effort. Because of the amount of time that I was a people pleaser, I now have to reprogram myself to listen to my needs, listen to what I actually want and feel like doing and what I feel is right and act accordingly. Very challenging, but so worth it. Because you know what? I feel like I'm reclaiming my power. I feel like my energy is mine again, that I can be in charge of where I distribute it, of who I share it with. And that is such a wonderful feeling. And then you really get to choose who you share your time and your energy with. And you do so out of the goodness of your heart. And when you do show up in those moments and you're with others and and you're helping others, you're there because you want to be. And they're gonna feel that. And you're gonna feel that. And it's just gonna feel so good. I hope that was helpful. I hope that you were able to find some value in today's episode. Please, please let me know if this resonated with you, what you're going to take with you. What is your main takeaway? What's your key takeaway? What are you going to try for yourself today? I love hearing from you and I love to know how you're going to put into practice the tools that I give you to shift your mindset and get into flow. Until next time, I wish you all a beautiful week. Keep following your heart, living your purpose, and getting into that flow state.